Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People Matter. Welcome, 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 everyone. This is Natalina Nasserdine, the founder of Rise Up For You, and I'm super excited to be here. You know what today is? It is Wednesday. It is the day that we come together and we bring an incredible expert and professional with us to talk about some of the challenges and things that are happening in the workplace. So I am excited today to be speaking with Jamie Gardner, who is a senior HR professional amongst many things, but I'm going to let Jamie tell us all about him. Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an honor to have you here, and I would love for you to tell the audience who you are and all the great stuff that you're up to. Awesome. Thanks, awesome. Amanda. I really thank you for, uh, for allowing me to be here. This is great. And so I guess, you know, my background's unique in that I've been afforded the opportunity to uh, do some really cool stuff. And really, my career really started out in the Marine Corps, where I served 11 years in active duty. And about halfway through, uh, my that active duty time, I entered the world of HR, not really knowing where, what I was doing, but I really entered the world of HR. Uh, and then in 2013, I transi- transitioned off of active duty, uh, went to the reserve side of the Marine Corps, and really jumped into an MBA and a graduate uh, legal studies program. Finished those up, and uh, since 2013, I've been able to serve in senior level and strategic roles with various organizations, either as an employee or as well as consulting with other organizations. And I've probably consulted with 70 plus organizations at this point, uh, just doing some really, again, some really cool stuff. And so presently, you know, I'm in, I'm in an interesting, interesting place. So I'm back on active duty with the, with the Marine Corps for a very short period of time. Uh, well, at the same time, I'm also actively serving as a uh, member, uh, board member for San Diego SHRM uh, as the VP of Workforce Readiness. Uh, and uh, I'm also consulting with an organization called Mission Edge. And so um, I'm an external consultant with them. What they do is they provide uh, a variety of cons- consultative services, not just in the area of HR, but in full business functions, uh, consulting uh, to nonprofits and community-based organizations with really a focus on making a positive social impact. Uh, so you, you got a, you're doing a lot, Jamie. <laughs> you know, you know, last for the living, right? All, it's all really, really phenomenal work. Thank you for your service. And I, I mean, there's really a lot of ways that we can take this conversation, but you know, one of the things that I know that you're passionate about that we discussed a little bit offline is today's youth in the workspace. So I would say, you know, the iGen, which is 23, 25, 27, yeah. you know, some of the latter half of the millennials and how today fear and this idea of failure mm-hmm. can be very paralyzing and crippling to these individuals that are entering the workforce that can make an impact not only personally, professionally, and on a larger scale of a company. I'd love for you to speak a little bit about that because I, I know that that's a passion of yours and it's something that you're actively engaged with, you know, as an HR professional dealing with SHRM. So let's start there. How does a professional really step into that and lot, not let the fear cripple them? And then also as leaders, how do we help empower this next generation of the workplace? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, fear of failure, I think, is is the biggest thing. And, you know, I have... A daughter who's you know 
going to be entering the workforce here soon. And I worry for her because she's in that generation where there's we live in a zero defect world right now, a world where there's a zero defect mentality. And like you said, that paralyzes people. And I think we need to reset on where we are to be comfortable with failure because we're going to fail at some things. And, you know, failure is human nature. Um, really what the intent though is that you get better with failure. So you're going to fail and you, um, as you fail in the, pro, you know, whatever you do, especially when you're young, you're supposed to fail when you're young. So you can look at those failures and get, and get better. And so I think we need to foster a culture where failure is okay. And from a leadership point of view, you know, again, in the workplace, get away from that zero defect mindset where somebody failed and they get a performance review or they, you know, get put on a performance plan, you know, allow people to fail, allow them to learn from their mistakes, certainly, certainly coach them, but the first step shouldn't be punitive action or disciplinary action. Um, and I think that that's a big thing. Yeah, it's that extra pressure, right? I mean, and it's and it's something that I think the programming we've had since we were in school, right? It's like, well, if you don't get this grade, then this is the consequence, and then you don't graduate, and and I get all of that. But I think you're absolutely right that there is a there's a fear associated around making mistakes, in particular in the workplace, because of the consequence of getting fired, not getting promoted, getting reprimanded. So how do we really reframe that? I mean, I know there's a couple of things that you talk about. One of them is being 100% in, like going, giving it your all. How do you do that as a young professional? How do you really say, I'm going to give everything I have? How do we reframe that mindset? Yeah, so oftentimes I think there's apprehension to go all in because people are afraid of what people are going to think about them. Um, maybe because somebody's not certain that they're on the right path or that they're doing what they want to do. Or, you know, there's a variety of things why people might not be comfortable going all in. And what I would say is if, if you're going to do something, commit to it. And it doesn't mean give 100 percent of your time to that one thing, but give a commitment that that that's meaningful. And, and you know, that's going to make a difference in, in that aspect. Otherwise, it's not worth doing. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing I talk about is. It's not really my idea. It's, it's, I just kind of stole this from, from James Clear in uh, his book, Atomic Habits. But, um, you know, the, the idea of get 1% better every day, right? So focus on um, every day. You know, overnight, you're not going to be that, you know, whatever you want to be. If you want to be a CEO, if you're the president, you're not going to be there tomorrow. That's the long-term goal. And the way you get there is by every day just focusing on what can I do today to get 1% better. And then you look back over the course of 100 days, you've made 100% progress. And, you know, 100 days still won't get you to that big goal where you want to be in, you know, long term. But that's how you grow and progress. Um, and, and where I see a lot of people, you know, really this, this fear of failure, where I see a lot of people um, get get paralyzed is they're afraid. So I, I think about certain things like uh, we have multiple priorities, right, that are competing and they're coming at us, you know, all the time. And so... You know, think of it like a juggler and uh, think of like, you know, we're all juggling balls, right? We're all doing things and we're juggling and we're juggling. You have to know what balls are glass and what balls are rubber. Which ones when you drop are, are, are going to shatter and what balls that when you drop are going to bounce back and, and, and know that in the process. And also you might have glass balls that are going to shatter and just know maybe you're okay with those glass balls shattering and you never pick them up again. So helping to prioritize in that way too, right? So if we're juggling, right, I, and I have this glass ball. I don't want to drop this because it's important to me. But I have this glass ball, and uh, it's not so important anymore. I'll just throw it away, and I'll keep keep going. Uh, and I think oftentimes we get so locked into we have to commit to these priorities, and we have to we we can't drop any of the balls. 
and especially in the world we live in now where information flies so fast and there's just so much happening all you know all at once it's it's an impossible standard to meet you know it's interesting i i'm hearing everything that you are saying and i'm kind of reflecting you know i'm a young adult i think i am still today <laughs> and i'm reflecting on everything i'm reflecting on the younger generation i'm reflecting on the workplace and all the you know corporations and executives that we worked with and still work with and you know, it's this interesting, we're in this interesting place today where there's a lot of media, there's a lot of programming around like, go out there, you know, go for the ask, ask for the promotion, this kind of entitlement mindset, right? And then there's the flip side of, I'm afraid of failure and taking risk and, and, and making the ask. So how do young adults really merge the two? How do we get back to the basics of understanding that it's gonna take time, hard work and getting that 1% better every day and basically earn the day. Because some of the things that we're seeing today is, hey, I've been in this company for six months. I deserve a job promotion. <laughs> and that's not really realistic, but I think we've created a little bit of a society and culture that says that's okay. How do we reframe this new generation to understand and I shouldn't even say new generation because we see it across the board, but to get back to that understanding that it's not instant gratification. There is hard work. You've got to earn the day and over time you will see results. Yeah. I mean, to some degree that's um, people are becoming a victim to our, our overall culture, which is kind of that, again, that instant gratification. I can push a button. I get that, you know, that, that dopamine rush in my brain because I said something and somebody liked it. Right. And so we have an instant gratification culture um, and there's not much we can do about that. But what I, what I can say is I think in the workplace, we've, we as leaders have failed in many ways because we've made, we've made battlefield decisions uh, or desperation decisions that this person's been here for six months and I can't afford to lose them because we invested. And so we've, we've basically given that ask instead of hey, holding the hard line of I, we do value you and that's why you're here. But we, you know, this is not the time to, 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 you know, to offer that to you. And let's set a plan in place for that. I think too often companies today are, are, are making desperate decisions rather than making right decisions. I like that. Let's set a, a plan in place for their growth. And I think another area is the feedback, you know, understanding how to receive positive and constructive feedback right and being okay with constructive feedback to show that there is room for growth absolutely and that's a two-way street right you know you know you know for you know those individuals looking to grow you know help mentor them give them that and foster an environment where they're okay with getting that constructive feedback they can know where there's those areas of growth are but also at the same time having an environment where they can say hey boss this is i'm not comfortable with this or hey boss here's where i see too right it's a two-way street Absolutely. Such a great point. The, the, that's where the handshake comes exactly. together, right? Yep. Where both the, the company culture and the individual are doing that work collectively. That's where we see that enhancement come together. Yeah. And I'll tell you, you know, as a leader, both in the Marine Corps, in the military setting, but also, and, you know, it's a civilian setting. I've learned so much from the people who, who, you know, as a leader, you work for your people, but I've learned so much for, 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 you know, the people who I've, who I've led, but I've learned so much from them as well as the people who, you know, have been my mentors, because I, I think, you know, and I think as leaders, we have to have that mindset of every opportunity is a learning opportunity. Yeah. Uh, well, you're speaking our language, Jamie. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Jamie. I'd love to go into the power section of the interview. I'm just going to ask some rapid questions. And if okay. you can just give me you know, a sentence or two about it. So the first question we love to ask is, if you can leave the world with a final message, we call it our golden nugget, what would your final golden nugget be? Just do, just get out and do it. Don't stop thinking about it and get out and do it. Thank you. And we always like to ask, what's one value that's a non-negotiable for you? So something that absolutely you won't budge on. Uh, ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I think just having strong moral character. I mean, if you have a strong moral character, everything else falls into line. Yeah. And I have a final question, but before I ask you that, I want to just see you know, where can we find you? Where can, if anyone's interested in learning more about you or connecting with you, Jamie, what's the best way to reach out? Is it through LinkedIn? It, what's the best way there? Sure. Find me on LinkedIn, uh, Jamie Gardner, uh, or, you know, uh, company website, get HR consulting, but really LinkedIn is where uh, I love to connect with people. Okay. Beautiful. And our final question, as you know, we are rise up for you. That's the company. That's the podcast. What comes to mind for you when you hear that phrase rise up for you? You know, um, I did some research in the organization. And I guess what I love about it and what comes to mind me is that's really about the community and the workplace community and the culture around that and, and the positivity that 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 the work that you guys do. Um, for me, I, I, you know, that inspires me. Awesome. Jamie, thank you so much. It has been so awesome to have you here and really, really a great pleasure. Uh, thank you everyone for joining us on Wednesday. This is where we bring to you the Workplace Podcast, Business and Workplace Solutions. Every week we bring an incredible expert professional like Jamie. Sometimes I come on by myself, but we've been lucky enough to have some incredible people in our community here to share our message. Again, we are Rise Up For You. Please check us out at the website. Follow Jamie and myself on LinkedIn if you're not already. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Jamie, thank you so much. Bye, everyone.